Welcome to podcast number two. I don't have a title for this podcast and I just realized that, so I think for next week I'm going to come up with something really snappy and new, so when I welcome you to the podcast, I can welcome you to it with a nice new name. Well, like I said, this is my second podcast and I'm glad to be here because I really enjoyed the first one. So I'm just curled up on my couch with a big glass of water. I think it should be coffee or tea. Coffee or tea makes better curling drink for curling up on a couch. But anyway, um, I'm glad to be here and I'm, and I'm enjoying the whole podcasting thing and I'm really enjoying how easy it is to podcast actually. I was in London Drugs the other day and I almost bought myself a brand new expensive microphone and I thought maybe I should just wait and make sure I actually enjoy this whole podcasting thing as much as I think I do and make sure I'm actually going to keep up with it before I spend some money on the equipment. Anyways, I have a few things to go through. I'm going to talk about my life in general. I'm going to talk about men in nursing because that's a topic I've been discussing, discussing a little bit this week on some other uh, nursing blogs. Um, then I'm going to ask you guys to maybe tell me some stuff. Um, it's kind of nursey stuff, so I'm looking for anybody out there who happens to be a nurse or a nursing student. I've got some questions for you. And then I've just, uh, that's it actually. Um, well, first of all, I'll just update you on what's happening in my life. Um, well, as of right now, I've decided I hate my upstairs neighbor. They've been playing loud dance music for the last two or three hours. And all I've been able to hear is the big thump, 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 thump of their of their stupid dance music. And they've got it turned up so loud that it's the building, the entire giant apartment building is shaking on its foundations. And I just don't understand why they would do that. Oh, well. I mean, one of the big reasons we, we left the old apartment was our upstairs neighbors. Um, they were really bad. They played loud music like that almost constantly throughout the day. Uh, but they also smoked pot, like, and it, and it seeped through the ventilation, and it was all throughout the house, and that was just a, a bad experience altogether. And then we moved, and what do we get? We get loud music. Fortunately, it's not that often. The big problem is the stomping on the floor that we get from them. They're always stomping, stomping, stomping. And I think they might have a couple kids, too, so I think there's some jumping... Jumping going on. Jump, jump. Uh, well, it's definitely spring here in Calgary. Snow is melting. The sun is out. People are on the outsides of coffee shops rather than huddled on the inside. That's, that's kind of my official way of knowing it's spring. And it was funny because uh, one of my friends posted on her website that it uh, smells like poo. Spring smells like poo. And it's kind of true, I always found that when the snow starts melting, you get this kind of bad smell to the whole environment. Rotting leaves and rotting grass and poo and who knows what. And I find it really dirty because there's gravel all over the roads and the dirt is muddy and wet. But I've never been a spring person. I'm a, I'm a fall-winter person, mostly fall. And I, maybe it says something about my personality, but I like to watch things die better than I more than I like to watch them grow. And I'm kind of afraid to, I'm, I'm afraid to explore what that means. So maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just let that one be for now. But, uh, one of my big problems with, with spring and summer is the heat. I just, I don't like 
hot weather. I just, I don't like sweating. I don't like that icky, sweaty, greasy feel I get all over my body when it's hot. And I don't like the sun in my eyes. I find sun painful when it hits my eyes. And um, Not to mention I break out in a giant rash because I'm kind of allergic to the sun. For some reason, I get this nasty rash on my hands whenever it's sunny. I'm sure you're all glad to know that. But that's some of the reasons I'm a winter person. But I promise I don't hate everything. In fact, I like quite a lot of things. Those are just two things I hate. My upstairs neighbor and spring. I like most other things. I still love my apartment with, it, with its uh, beautiful view of the little courtyard outside and the evergreen trees or spruce trees or pine trees. I'm, I'm not one to know the difference. I'm, I'm, I'm really bad for that. And I love the smell of it with my homemade cleaners. It always smells like bergamot or lemon or tea tree oil. And I love the gray carpet and, well, I just love everything about it. So last night I worked as a nursing attendant again at the hospital. And it was an okay shift. It went pretty fast. Um, it was supposed to be a buddy day. I was supposed to be orientating still with someone. She called in sick though, so... I was basically working as a normal N.A. An N.A. Nobody calls them nursing attendants. They're just N.A.s. So, I mean, it was a pretty normal day. Um, I found the nurses last night weren't as friendly as, as previous experience on the unit. A lot of scowling. A lot of people that just, you could tell, looked down on me because I was a nursing attendant. Um, I just don't get why people can't be friendly, you know? They, they asked me, oh, can you come help and turn my patient? Can you help me boost my patient in their bed? Can you help give this patient a bath? And I'm, I'm happy to. I would definitely be obliged to do that. I can't wait to do that. And, you know, I'm done. I finish and I just walk out of the room and I'm done. And they don't say a thing. No, thank you. No, wow, that was great. Wow, you've helped me so much by saving me some time. <sighs> That's only that's only a couple nurses on the unit. That's not everyone. A lot, most of them, for the most part, they're amazing people and they're very grateful. And I would be happy to do anything for them at any time. But I have to I have to be friends with these people because I have to be the new person in the unit and I have to prove myself to them when I start working as a nurse in June. So that in itself is pretty darn scary. But it was you know nothing really exciting happened last night. There's no you know no code blues no. No craziness. I, nobody on the unit had to be helped walking. Everyone everyone was post-surgery and everyone was able to walk on their own. A couple people just needed me there just to make sure they weren't falling. You know, just to make sure they don't get dizzy and fall. But it was, it was a pretty tame night. Uh, I basically just stocked things. I stocked medicine cabinets. I stocked um, linen. I stocked gloves. I stocked everything that could ever possibly be stocked. Um, so I'm a TV fanatic. I watch oodles of TV all the time, so I thought I'd update you on a couple of my shows and my thoughts. So I watched The Apprentice. I just watched it now because I have a, a PVR television, so I just record things because I worked late last night. Um, The Apprentice. I watched The Apprentice. That was a good one. I really enjoyed it, actually. I love ones where they put together, I have to put together something creative, like a commercial or a or something like that. And I thought they got it right. I thought the one commercial was absolutely horrible. 
and I thought the other commercial was really quite good. Um, there's one particular commercial where there was a castaway. The, the commercial was for a cruise ship, and one of the commercials had a castaway who they rescued and stuff like that, and it just didn't turn out very good. Hey, I wonder if I can... Hey, if you listen carefully, you might be able to hear the big dance music from upstairs, but I'm not sure. Maybe not. Anyway, so the one guy, Lenny, came up with this brilliant idea. Brilliant. Uh, you can't see me, but I'm putting it in quotation marks. I didn't think it was a bad idea. I think somebody said that it was a bad idea, and they just made it worse, and I think that's true. It was I mean, it sounded good to begin with. It didn't sound like a bad idea, but somehow they made it horrible. And I hate when they blame the person that comes up with an idea. You know, you're sitting in a circle, you're brainstorming, and you're just, you're throwing out ideas like, oh, maybe this, nope, maybe this, nope, maybe this, nope. And then you're like, oh, what about this? And then the whole group says, oh, that's great, that's wonderful, that's so awesome. We all agree on that idea. Thank you so much for coming up with that idea. And then when it comes to the end, and they lose, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, that was Lenny. He came up with that idea, so obviously um, it's his fault we lost. I'm like, maybe he came up with that idea during a brainstorming session, but you all agreed with him. You all thought it was the most amazing idea since sliced bread or something like that. Sliced bread is so cliched, but I just I thought it was really stupid that they were blaming Lenny for coming up with this idea when they were just brainstorming ideas. And on top of that, they all loved the idea. So stop giving blame to somebody. You could have said, no, I don't like the idea. Um, as for the person they kicked out, he was a little weird. He was a little stress case. Um, actually, it reminds me of last night uh, working as a nursing uh, attendant. About the first 20 minutes of my shift, I was just running off my ass trying to get to patients moved we had a couple of people coming back from surgery that we had to get all cleaned up and set up and I was sweating and I was running around and I was stressed out and and actually one of the uh nurses who happens to be a guy I'm avoiding using the term male nurse because I will be talking about sexism in nursing later but uh, I can't help it one of the male nurses um came up to me and was very very sweet and he said you need to just calm down, take a big breath, go slowly, there's no reason to rush, and really did calm me down, and I thought about it, and I'm like, wow, this guy is actually my uh, preceptor for the summer, um, and my mentor, and well, if he can calm me down, and if he's really, really nice about it like this, perhaps I just might have an amazing experience. So I'm uh, even looking more forward to working with him. Uh, I got way off topic there. I ended up on, I started an apprentice and ended on my preceptorship in the summer. I'm not sure how I did that, but because I'm totally lost, I'm going to go on to the next subject, which is Project Runway. I don't know, is anybody else absolutely addicted to Project Runway? I am. I have to admit it. I find it fascinating to watch these people create these clothes, and, oh, there's just, there's really no one this year that stands out to me as my favorite. Last year, um... Jay totally stood out for me and I thought it was totally unique and totally cool and even though I didn't really like his personality all that much I just I loved the clothes he created and I thought he was brilliant and I, he won and I think he deserved to this year I think two of them are one of them is boring one of them is 
even more boring. And the other one is so insane that... Ugh. That you can't even imagine. And, and it's beyond insane. Like, you know, runway shows, there's a little insanity in the clothes. They're a little over the top. But this guy is beyond that. Absolutely beyond. And he's got a horrible personality. He's mean. And I hope he doesn't win, but I have a feeling he's going to win because he's the most creative. He's the most unique. He's the one with the vision. So if he wins, I'll be okay because I think in an odd way he should win over the other two. But I happen to hate his clothes and I don't think I'd ever buy them. Um, they didn't eliminate anyone last night. Um, it was just one of those reunion shows where they get everyone together and they talk about all the weird things that have happened. Anyway, so I'm going to end that there. That's my, uh, that's my little update on my life. Not a lot going on, but I'll stop it there. Okay, so in the second section of my little podcast, I wanted to talk about men in nursing. Um, I was reading another blog, and they were talking a little bit about uh, men in nursing, and eh, it just got me thinking. Um, you know, I was—I I just wanted to look back maybe on my nursing experience in school, my nursing student experience, and look back on it, and maybe reflect on how it turned out differently than what I expected. And I can't believe I just used the word reflect because I hate reflecting in nursing because I make us do so much of it. I just handed in another clinical reflection paper, but here I am reflecting. Anyway, um, before I went into nursing, as a guy, I had, I had a lot of fears about what it was going to be like for a man to go into nursing. Um... And most of these fears, I think, were more, had more to do with what the patient was going to think about me. I have no problem working with women, and I couldn't care less that every single one of my coworkers is a woman. Doesn't bother me. Don't really care that my boss is a woman. Been there, done that, it's fine. I don't have any issues with that at all. And I've, I've heard some people say that those are issues that they have as men going into nursing. Um, I don't have a problem with the stigma um, of being a man in nursing. The whole stigma that if, if you're a man in nursing, you must be gay. But I guess, you know, since I am gay, um, perhaps I just, I couldn't care less. You know, if people want to think that I'm gay, that's good on them because they're right. So, but I can see how that would be a struggle for a, for a straight person. Um so most of, it, most of it was how I felt patients would feel about me. So I was really worried about going into a woman's room and, you know, it sounds crude, but having to clean her vagina. And how did she feel about this? Or I have to lift your breast up to listen to your heart. Um, and I thought, how would they feel about this? Uh, I mean... For God forbid. I mean, I thought, I thought half the time they were just gonna kick me right out and say, "Get out! I don't want no man looking at my, my hoo ha, as I call them, or the pig parts I like to call them." But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a nurse. I'm not supposed to use nicknames. I'm supposed to use the real word, right? I, I, yeah, okay. I'll use real words. Um, 
So I was really worried about that. I actually did a paper before going into nursing, which was kind of, I don't know if I could call it eye-opening, but that was really fun to do. And I think the biggest conclusion I got from it is that if they did something simply as simple as changing the name nurse to something like medic, like, I'm a medic, I'm here to give you your medication. I'm a medic, I am here to insert your catheter. Um, it's a more masculine word, if words can be masculine and feminine, and they can be. Nurses, nurses almost, is pretty much a feminine, feminine word. Um, but that's basically, uh, that's basically how I was feeling going into nursing. I was, I was worried if that patients wouldn't like me because I was a guy, I was worried that I had to find some way to rise above people's prejudices against being a man and somehow get over the the fact somehow figure out a way to put people at ease with the fact that I was a man um and I wasn't sure how I was going to do this um I guess I just thought I would just dive in and hope everything went well so in actual nursing school huh I don't know if I've and this is where the toughness comes in. I don't know if I've ever actually experienced sexism, but I've experienced incidents where I think to myself afterwards, I wonder if that happened because I'm a guy. Um, some examples are, you know, I have a clinical instructor who's just horrible to me and can't stand me and treats me like dirt and yells at me, belittles me, and just treats me in general like I'm less of a person. And a week later, I see that same nurse with another student, another student in my class, and they're just having a grand old time. They're hanging out, they're chatting, they're talking, and they're just having a great time. There's absolutely no, no issues whatsoever. And I thought to myself, there's only two things, either, or three or four things. Um, either A, this nurse was having a bad week last week and is having a good week this week. Um, B, the other nurse that she's treating well is really, really good, and I was really bad. Or C, she hates the fact that I was a guy and treated me horribly, and now that she's with a girl problem solved those are the three choices uh, who knows um, other sexism nothing huge mostly just your typical stuff like um, not being able to have East Indian not sorry not East Indian um, Muslim patients um, which I wonder about um, it's a religious reason for not not being able to take care of them. But I really do have to wonder about that. You know, if if my religion was... Um, if my religion taught me that black people were evil and, and I went into a hospital and said, my religion says that I can't be in the same room with black people, therefore I don't want a black nurse... I don't think it would be received as well. 
so I wonder if I wonder if it's fair to tell a man that they can't be a nurse because to be with a patient because the patient requested a female nurse based on religious reasons. And I have mixed feelings about this as well. I think um, it's not that hard to accommodate um, that request. It's really not hard to accommodate a request to have a female nurse. So if someone is super uncomfortable with it, that's okay with me, actually. To be honest, it really is. Um, because when a, a patient's not comfortable with me, I don't think I'd be comfortable with them. And, you know, I, I don't... I may not like that they're uncomfortable with a male nurse, but I... It's not my... It's not my job to judge people's opinions, I guess, as a nurse. I don't know if I would think it was right or wrong, but I would accept it, I think. If it wasn't easy to... If it wasn't easy to accommodate then that would be a bigger issue. But let's face it, there's no lack of female nurses on a unit. So if a patient says, I'd rather have a female nurse, well, I may say, men are nurses too. I'm sorry, I'm assigned to you. I'll be working with you today. I may say that depending on the situation, or I may say, let me go see what I can do and maybe I can switch patient assignments. I think that's on a case-to-case -case basis. Um... One of the biggest questions people ask me is, what was it like being a man in labor and delivery and postpartum unit? And to be honest, it really wasn't any different than being in any other section of a hospital. People, people always tell me in the postpartum unit, like, oh, but you have to assess these women's, you know, you have to assess their bottoms and their fronts, as my instructor called it. She didn't use actual terms. She used bottom and front. Let me just check your bottom. Let me just check your front. Um, but I had to do that once or twice a shift, and I had to look at them and assess them, and people thought I must be horrified by this. Um, and I thought, not really, you know. I mean, I've been on units where I have to put catheters in women. I've been on units where I have to clean their private parts on a daily basis. And... I'm not quite sure why just looking at them and looking at how bruised they are or looking for hemorrhoids or bleeding. I'm not sure how that's supposed to be any more uncomfortable than um, any other things that you do with female anatomy. As for breastfeeding, um, I hated teaching breastfeeding. Um, I hated it because I just don't have the patience. I'm, I'm not a patient person and I found that it didn't work for my personality to sit there for half an hour and try and get this baby to breastfeed I just couldn't do it I would give up after about two minutes and call the the other nurse and the other the main nurse would come in and take over and say oh it takes a lot of work let me do it you'll learn and I got away with actually I got away with not teaching breastfeeding a lot by doing that going up to the, the primary nurse and saying, oh, I'm really struggling with breastfeeding uh, on this patient. I'm wondering if you could come help us give us some tips. And, and she would come in and give us some tips. And somehow I'd... Okay, that's really bad to admit. If my instructor is listening to this, she'd probably take away my A-. minus. I guess I deserved an A- minus. now that I'm reflecting on it. <sighs> anyway, so that wasn't bad. And being in labor delivery was probably the first time ever that a patient had a problem with me being male. Um, and it wasn't a big problem. She just requested that 
um, I leave the room if they had to do an in and out catheter or if they had to um, do a, a, a I've lost the word to do a, a, a vaginal a vaginal check. What do they call those? I can't believe it's out of my mind. But when they when they check for dilation, um, I said okay. I I would have liked to seen them uh, to have seen them, but that's okay. Um, after I'd been in the room a couple hours and she got used to me and I got used to her and we had a relationship, she didn't care anymore. Um, and by that time, she was having a giant baby being born so I don't yeah it, it didn't really matter to her but that's really the only time a patient has ever said oh no thank you um you know I've never had a patient think I was a doctor and I don't know why I, I've never had a patient call me doctor or anything like that they always know I'm a nurse and I don't know why maybe nurses just have this aura about them or maybe it's a complete lack of confidence. I find doctors always look very, very confident. But student nurses always look like they're about to break into tears. Which, in my experience, I usually am ready to break into tears at any given moment while I was doing a clinical. Um, <sighs> Pediatrics was a hard one being a man and, and going in. I think I was afraid of that clinical more than any other. Being a man, I thought people were going to be terrified to leave their children with me. I thought they would be terrified to have me handle their kids or touch their kids in any way. And actually, that never happened. They're all extremely nice. I've never found nicer, nicer patient, um, oh, sorry, nicer families than in the children's hospital. They were all very grateful of every little thing I did. Even when I felt like I didn't do a very good job, they just thanked me profusely when I left, which I find is very different than a normal unit. I find families can be extremely rude, extremely demanding, and vicious at times. Last night, a family got mad because we weren't giving the patient daily massages. And I loved the way the registered nurse handled it, actually. She just said, um, you know, some nurses do it, some nurses don't. It's not procedure, though. And actually, what we try and encourage is for family members to to do the massages at, because it gives a, a way to connect to the, to the family member or the patient. And I thought, wow, that's pretty ingenious. She convinced them to do massages uh, and diverted their anger. And, well, that was great. <laughs> I, I kind of stored that one in the back of my head. So that's a little bit about men and nursing. That's just my experience, just reflecting a little bit about my experience. Really, to date, it hasn't been a problem. There's just been little instances where I've had to think about it and wonder about it. But, uh, you know, otherwise it's just been great. Well, I'm hoping people are listening to this podcast... Oh, please, just one person out there in the entire world listen to this podcast. I think it's just my my ego talking, but, you know, I just, I love the fact that someone might be out there listening to this still after my big, boring talk about um, men in nursing and perhaps a couple of crude remarks about private parts. I meant it all respectfully, though. Um, 
but that's that's pretty much it. So I'm hoping people are still listening. Um, I've just got a couple of questions. Um, I'm hoping if someone else is out there, um, nurses or nursing students, I'm wondering if you've ever had any experiences yourself of sexism or racism while you were nursing or, you know, even in real life or even those who aren't nurses. Let me know. Have you ever had instances instances of sexism or racism in the workplace? And I'd be more interested, I think, to hear from the men because it's not thought of a lot about men and sexism. It's often thought about sexism of women. So perhaps I'll focus it a little more and say, has anyone out there had any experiences where they've witnessed or been a man who um, experienced sexism? And I'm also wondering, because I brought this up a little bit, I'm wondering if anybody else out there has ever had a really bad experience with a nurse or a clinical instructor or someone on the unit. I'm just looking for, you know, those stories, like the worst instance ever of the way someone treated you as, as a student nurse or a nurse. If anyone out there is already a nurse, let me know. Um, so that's really it. Um, in the next few days, I'm just working on my community health project uh i'll be doing some writing i have to do some data gap stuff i have to i i guess i don't even remember what i'm supposed to do there's a two or three different three things i'm supposed to do i'm editing the report and i'm printing it and i'm doing data gaps and i'm doing faculty summaries but none of it's worth explaining what it is it's just boring stuff i don't work that i have to call in actually uh I have to call the scheduling department and get a couple shifts, and I was supposed to do that this afternoon, and I just reminded myself to do it. I'm glad somebody did. Um, but that's about it. Otherwise, my life is pretty boring. Um, so I'll say goodbye for now. If anyone wants to contact me, my address is sean1234 at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-1234 at gmail.com. Okay, well, everyone, you have a great day, and I'll talk to you all later.